better with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome to Speak Hunter with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Joe. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it. Welcome to speak on it. I'm Welcome to speak on it. Welcome to speak on it. I'm Welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome to Welcome to speak. I'm am. 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 I'm am. I'm am. I'm am. I'm am. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kirk Dog. I'm am. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Uh. If you are following me on Facebook, you've seen the post I put earlier. Um, for the last couple of weeks, I will talk about my family and I um, was doing prayer calls before the show every night. Um, yes, it is real. We did lose my mother yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> my mom, she was a fighter all the way to the end, said it's in God's hand. So uh, tonight and all of my shows is dedicated to her. Um, it's Thursday night. You know my garrison in the house, my big supporter uh, besides my wife. Miss Risky and it's in the house. Um wanna welcome everyone to the show. Speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. If you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, D Live is in the house. So um Miss Risky, you know it's always good when I'm able to join you. Welcome Demetrius Carter to the show, listening on YouTube. I appreciate y'all. Please continue to pray for my family. Please do. Um, Miss Risky, how you doing tonight? It's been the longest week ever. <laughs> it feels like we've been through two weeks of just chaos uh, with the weather. Um, fortunately, my power only went out for like 15 minutes that first day. Uh, through this whole winter storm, so I've been lucky, but my board fell because of the heat, I think. <laughs> it's the first time I turned on my heat this year, so it didn't like it, and I couldn't get it back up, so I was like, forget it. Um, but just just trucking. I haven't left my apartment. I'm going stir-crazy, and I need uh, Chipotle to have drones to drop off 
a salad for me, a little chicken salad, because <laughs> I'm like <laughs> craving that the most right now. So I don't know. That's cool. Um, I want to say thank you to you because um, for the last couple of weeks, you have been in my corner supporting me along with all a lot of friends uh, that are real close to me and that knew what was going on. And um, I appreciate you. Um, when you text me this morning to check up on me and I said, you know what? I feel I'm okay. I feel I need to continue to do the show uh, because this is going to help me to talk. And um, just speak my mind. So, um, so I appreciate you. Uh, people, people think that um, we're just on the show on Thursday night together, but we are friends. Miss Risk is somebody who I could truly call a friend. Because um, for the last couple of weeks, she actually been in my corner. Um, she might send me a, a just a, a, a random, <laughs> random <laughs> text. Yeah, just saying, hey, how you doing? So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I got to check in on you because I know you were dealing with a lot, so. Yeah. And and for my family, like I said on the post, we're going to make it through this. We're going to be okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I have some good times. I have some bad times. But we're going to make it through this. We will. Um, welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Uh, T. Cal is in the house. Uh, Miss Risky have a little bit of history she's going to talk about. Yes, today we are going to be talking about Mark Regis Hanna. He was uh, born in Chicago, Illinois on October 13, 1956. Um, he lived in the city for, through most of his, uh, his college years or his school years. Um, Hanna's parents, Herbert, was an accountant and Edith was a teacher and they emphasized education with their five children. Uh, and Hannah, he did very well in math and science. He eventually earned a scholarship from Bell Laboratories to attend Illinois, Illinois Institute of Technologies. And, uh, and he graduated with a Bachelor of Science in electric, uh, Electrical Engineering in 1977, the year I was born, <laughs> and then attended Stanford University earning a master's in 1978. And eventually in 1985, he ended up with a PhD in electrical engineering. Um, while at Stanford, uh, Hannah worked with Jim Clark, a professor of engineering who uh, shared, his, uh, shared a mutual interest in 3D graphics. Uh, in 1982, the pair, along with five other partners, founded Silicon Graphics, Inc. in Mountain View, California. The company attracted over $30 million in venture capital uh, support, largely stemming from Clark's invention. Um, 
uh, or in yeah invention of the geometric engine or geometry in, uh, engine a computer chip processor that improved 3d images uh, manipulation allowing a computer user to easily see an image from multiple angles uh, Hannah enhanced the chip's function, making it faster. Silicon Graphic Inc. grew into a, uh, an, an entertainment uh, industry um, with its technology used in blockbuster films produced by George Lucas uh, and Steve, uh, Steven Spielberg. Hannah uh, also played a key role in lowering the price of many of the Silicon Graphics Ink products extending the company's reach into new markets and planning for its future expansions. In 1993, Silicon Graphics Inc. reached a milestone revenues of over a billion dollars with thousands of employees around the world. After 16 years with Silicon Graphics Inc., Anna in the 1990s became a co owner of the Rundu, Rundal Bay a construction firm in Oakland, California, with a specialty in replacing server systems in an eco-conscious manner. He eventually joined the board of directors for Warp Speed Communications and Magic Edge, uh, the latter uh, specializing in providing visual stimulation hardware for amusement parks. So we've all, you know, gotten on those rides where there's like virtual reality. So he's uh, he's to thank, uh, thank for all of that. Uh, other entities he contributed to includes an, uh, the African-American owned Omniverse Digital Solutions as VP of Technologies and SongPro, a company specializing in digital music players and delivery systems as Chief Technology Officer. His 3D special effects system is widely used in movies such as Terminator 2 in 1991, which to me was the, my, the best one, uh, and Beauty and the Beast in 1991. His technology used in aerospace, and, or his technology is also used in aerospace and biotech engineering labs. He holds over a dozen patents and earned many awards. In 1995, he was recognized with the Kilby in the inter, what is it? Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, Kilby something young innovator. International? Yeah, yeah right. my pen trailed off. Oh, <laughs> I was oh, like, no. what was I trying to spell? <laughs> Kirby International Young Innovator Award. Uh, in 1995, and a Black Engineer of the Year Technical Contribution Award. So he's done a lot. Uh, he needs to help me with my pins because, you know, left-handed people, these pins, <laughs> and I just don't stop to write over it. But, yeah, he's done a lot, and, you know, we thank you. He's still trucking. I don't know what he's doing now. They didn't really have much on him after that, but he's still uh, he's still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Born in fifty, think it was fifty six or something. Yeah, fifty six. Mm -hmm. And um, man, he did Beauty and the Beast, Terminator Two, all those graphics that you see in there. Mm -hmm. 
He did. Yeah, all that 3D technology. My brother did it. So yeah. That's some good news right there. And and he probably sitting somewhere back on a yacht or something, just chilling, counting his money. Oh, he's got his own island, you know? <laughs> he's not in this cold mess that we're in. Exactly. Um, uh, that's that's some good history. You always bring good history to the show. Um, that's what Demetrius uh, Carter also said. Learn something new. Um, said learning something new. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Marcellus. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, he said, hello, Miss Risky. Hey, Marcellus. <laughs> <laughs> or should uh, I say, hey, Marcellus. <laughs> you got to do it like, hey, Marcellus. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got to pat that head a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, and the brother, the, the business is worth well over a billion dollars now. So. And that was then. So yeah, who knows what it is now? And the, and the way these graphics come out now, it's like, hey, um, I mean, with video games and things like that, like it started there. Exactly. Um, since we're talking about billionaires, we might well keep on talking <laughs> about them. <laughs> we might well keep on talking about them. All right, let's get them out the way. So, uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. Let y'all know how it is. Because the headline read, Texas Freeze allowed Jerry Jones Natural Gas Company to hit the jackpot. So he benefited from us freezing our bones off and no one has power. Um, yeah, but the, it's a Frisco-based natural gas producer um, and he, he's, yeah, it's owned by Texas billionaire, Jerry Jones. And he's cashing in on the surge of the prices for fuel as um, we, we're dealing with this uh, unprecedented winter storm um, throughout Central America or Central U.S. and Texas. Um, most people, uh, there's about 4 million people, they said without power. Um, they were supposed to have rolling blackouts, but of course it was selective. Most people are still without power. Um, but the Comstock Resources Inc. has been able to sell gas from its Haynesville uh, wells in East Texas and Northern Louisiana at premium prices since Thursday. As demands jump amid uh, Cold gas, or amid the cold, gas at some regional hubs soared past $1,000 per million British thermal units. Uh, gas from Comstock Hayville Wells um, was sold on the spot uh, on the spot market for uh, between $15 to or and uh, 179 per thousand cubic feet. Uh, so. The gas production has, even though gas production has tumbled to a four-year low um, during this polar blast, he was able to capitalize 
with his company by being, I guess, the only natural gas company to actually produce. And yeah, so, uh, but a lot of the wells that they have that are shut down, they're projected to be repaired by March. So sometime in March. So people will still be down. And they keep blaming that the weathers are freezing like the turbines, the, uh, uh, the windmills or stuff like that. But like Alaska still kicking their windmills are fine. Uh, so I don't understand. I think it's just money. And then a lot of these companies are on these, they're, uh, like they have the two options, the fixed and then the rotating or flex. What is it called? Where it's like, um, variant plans or whatever so a lot of people are going to have a, a high bills this uh yeah. Yeah. this month so. and i've read something about they're talking about raising the electric bill because of this mm -hmm. uh, blackout now now the problem i'm having because greg abbott he he uh went on think he told told china eat or something allegedly told china eat something about it, it was water in the um in the natural gas lines, reason why the gas wasn't working. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I don't work in that field. Then he turned around, went on Fox News, and blamed the uh, new Green Deal that was just signed by um, President uh, Biden, blaming him. But Obeto tweeted, <laughs> tweeted yesterday. He said. Uh, said, huh, you're going to blame the New Green Deal on this, and there have been Republicans running Texas for the last 20 years. Exactly. Y'all exactly. need to be held accountable for what you're doing. It's all a money game. Mm -hmm. It's all a money game. And the thing is, when it comes down to these um, the rolling blackouts and all of this, look at Jerry Jones. He benefited from that. The natural gas. He benefited from the from people freezing and trying to stay warm. He's benefiting from that. Now I'm not hating on his game. He invests in it. Yeah, right. you want a return on it. Right. But at the same time, um we as a, as Americans, we gotta stop letting the politician take advantage of us. And that's the reason why we need to get out and vote. And we're going to talk about voting a little bit later because we're going to run down the list here in Texas who is up for re-election next year. And we need to make sure we do like Georgia and we need to get out and vote and vote them out of office. Mm -hmm. um, hey, Darren Patterson, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I didn't see you come in. There's several comments came in. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. Uh, radio. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, it's true. We're deregulated because yes, they wanted we are. to. Yeah, because um, basically they wanted control. Like we're on our own separate grid. We separated from the pack. Everyone else is on the same line. And was it Ecourt? Uh, Ecourt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they they kind of they pretty much bit off more than than they can chew, and now yeah. they're uh, trying to uh, benefit from this and say, well, 
we can fix this, but we're going to need more money. So can we charge, you know, these prices? So they're trying to give milk all, uh, all of the, uh, that they can from people suffering and people are still without power. So it's like, how are you going to try to go to the courts and petition for, you know, to pretty much charge people astronomical rates when you're not even providing the service? Exactly. And, and like, it makes no sense. And along with this, Greg Abbott is blaming everybody except himself. Except himself. You the governor that your hand goes so far off in the cookie jar where you lost your mind? Because the thing is, I'm telling y'all, these folks don't care about us. None of those leaders do. And since we own this, um, next year here in Texas, the warrant's coming up for re-election. We need to need to make sure we get out and vote. Um, yeah, I seen that. Ooh, I seen <laughs> that mess. Uh, uh, he should have had spell check <laughs> or grammar check because I, I couldn't get past the second sentence. Exactly. And I was like, "Listen, you have your bourbon, and then all of a sudden he gets on his high horse." Exactly. Uh, here in Texas. Next year for re-election, we have the head clown, Greg Abbott. He need to go. If you're not registered to vote, go ahead and get registered. But you don't have a choice. I don't have no excuse for not voting for the uh, elections coming up next year. Greg Abbott is on the ballot for next year. Dan Patrick. Is on the ballot for next year. Ken Patson is on the ballot for next year. Glenn Hager, that's the comp controller. He's on the ballot. The Texas State Board of Education is on the ballot next year. Uh, Texas Commission of Agriculture, Sid Miller, he's on the ballot for next year. Need to get rid of him. Uh, Texas Public Land Commission, George P. Bush, he's on the ballot for next year, too. Texas Railroad Commission, Wayne Christen, he's on the ballot. So what we need to do next year, remember all this hell that we're going through today. All the people that have uh, gone out have, have end up getting pipes busted, uh, days without electricity, can't get no help, and that damn fool, Greg, uh, Ted Cruz, go to Cancun. So we need to remember all this next mm -hmm. year. We yeah. need to change all of that. Uh, water Bust frozen in somebody's house. So, Yeah. We need to make sure we go vote. There's no reason why we shouldn't vote next year. Uh, welcome to the show, 
Arkan Scorch uh, from Netherlands. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, you got an election in 2020? Yes, we we have some type of election every year. Every year we have some type of election. The presidential election is only every four years. So, but we have midterms and then we have Senate and Congress that, that get reelected. And we have local election where they may vote on different policies to be changed. Because here in America, our, our laws are mostly made from our local election. The politician, the crooked, uh politician are the ones that is um doing things and don't care anything about the people so and and greg um uh, greg Abbott, i sent them a message um <clears throat> excuse me about my voice sent them a message the other day on uh instagram because I, I haven't been on social media that long, but when I come on there and see where some of our people lights are out, they having to burn a fireplace, having to uh, get air mattress and, and patties to to lay next to the fireplace just to stay warm because the lights are out. Now, at first, you was all for this rolling blackout. Talking about this never happened before. The rolling blackouts happen every year. It happened every summer. Exactly. You're telling me you're more concerned about a damn wall than you are about keeping your people safe. You're doing these rolling blackouts, putting a lot of people at risk. Putting a lot of people at risk. So, yes, we need to get some new leaders, somebody who's going to be for the people and not just for themselves, not trying to make their pockets fat. Off the back, sufferings of others. Exactly. Y'all can continue to support uh, the Cowboys if you want to. I don't. Longest Jerry is in charge. I would never support them. And I've been, I was a cowboy fan from child up when they used to hold pep rallies at Redbird Mall. I'll never support him with Longest Jerry in charge. But I sent Greg a, um, um, a message yesterday on Instagram. I said, Greg Abbott. I hope you staying warm while most of Texas taxpayers are freezing without lights, some without water and food. And you seem to not care. First, you was happy about the rolling blackout. Now you're against it. Every summer when this takes place, you have always supported the rolling blackout. Now that it affects the hockey game, you're upset about it. Greg Abbott, please do Texas a favor and step down as the governor because we have seen what you're capable of doing and we're very dissatisfied with your service. 
I look forward to seeing your press conference soon, but you're announcing you're stepping down as Texas governor. If he don't want to volunteer to step down, next November the 8th, I believe, we'll show up at the poll. We'll send him packing. We will send him packing. Blackout, last time we had those was in World War II. Unless it was a power outage caused by the same, by some power plant error or something. Well, people just didn't want to lose money to help the people. They wanted to benefit from the surge. I was like, this ain't Uber. These aren't peak hours. Like, these are unprecedented times, and you want to capitalize on it? And the fact that the rolling blackouts weren't so rolling, it was selective. Only those in, what do they call them, essential grids or those where the medical facilities were on the same line, you were protected. So it wasn't rolling. There are people still out of electricity this whole time in negative degree weather. <laughs> like, we're not uh, built for this. There's not enough preparation in Texas to handle that weather. And the fact that they didn't help by keep, like allowing us to keep our, our, our heat not everybody has a fireplace, you know? And what it feels like some senior people, like they're barely mobile. And so now they like, they're packed in, their arthritis is flaring up. Kids, you know, they look, their little bodies are freezing. Like, what do you do? There's nothing you can do. It's like, you're just causing human suffering for no reason. Exactly. And I, I would like to know if any of their power went out. I think one. Um, I think they said. I think Abbott's power was out. Someone did an interview and they said his was out. Um, I think was Abbott. It was one of those. I couldn't remember because it was earlier in the week. (laughs) Well, do you trust what they said? No, because I wasn't there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I can't trust none of them. I don't believe anything either one of them say. I don't. I don't trust them as far as I could throw them. So I don't believe none of them. Which is a shame that it's like this. And I'm going to say this. Clay Jenkins. If you want to run for governor, you have my platform to come on here and promote yourself. I feel like Clay Jenkins will be a much better uh, governor than Greg Abbott. Like Clay Jenkins said, our governor have failed us. Enough is enough. People, we need to wake up, make sure we're going out and vote. This election next year is very important. I don't care what you're dealing with. Here it is. They want to put money to build a wall, but not on the grids, to keep electricity on when they get hot or cold. Oh, and then we were told to conserve energy. 
but they uh there's a lot of um unoccupied office buildings that were still lit up every night exactly like uh, really the, you only did the reunion tower <laughs> it was like so that's how i knew that that whole rolling blackout was just a joke because i'm like there's a lot of buildings a lot of office buildings and hotels with their lights that they were conserving their power it was business as usual yeah, it's definitely it's a money thing. Like I said the other day on the show, when it came down to um that hockey game, before before that hockey game, Greg ever said, Oh, the rolling blackouts would be great. He was all for it. He's talking about now. Now he's going against them and want to investigate them. Investigate yourself. Because this happened every year. It happens every year when it's the heat in Texas. You could go almost two months with 100 plus degrees. Then they want to do rolling blackout. Right. So you've been knowing about this issue. Almost two months, a hundred plus degrees, you want to do rolling blackout. Now it's brand new to you. It don't make sense. It don't make sense at all. Um, we need to make sure we vote these people out come next year. Texas, we need to show up like Georgia. We need to. Greg Abbott got to go. Dan Patrick got to go. Ken, the alleged gangster Paxton, <laughs> got to go. And, and all the other one, the Texas School Board of Education, the same one that they don't want to talk about the real history of America in the schools, have to go. Let's get some fresh meat in there. That's how you do that. Uh, radio said, um, why do people keep voting for these jerks? Money. They it don't affect them. It don't affect them and they benefit. That's all it is. And the people who vote for them, they have a stake in it. Uh, I know uh, like on a lot of the uh, social media, uh, I think a lot of their supporters are about to jump ship because of this rolling blackout situation. They're starting to see the true colors and they're like, wait a minute, but I was a contributor and they're treating me like this. So now they're like with they down here suffering with us regular folk. <laughs> exactly. And they don't feel appreciated. So uh, money talks. Now, I'm going to say this because at first when we started hearing about the rolling blackouts, it was majority in the southern sector at first, but it, it started affecting Las Colinas and other major cities, uh, wealthy cities around the metroplex. So 
I'm sure when Greg Abbott counseled, when they, when the mayor of Dallas um, called the hockey league and said, hey, maybe y'all should cancel the game. We have been rolling blackouts and all these people without lights. See, the key word, all these people without lights. It wasn't because it's not good to do it when we're trying to conserve energy. Then next day, Greg Abbott get on the news. Oh, it's wrong to do the rolling blackout. Well, you've been supporting this mess for so long. Right. And then they weren't rolling blackouts. They just went total darkness. Exactly. Rolling blackouts implies the power is going to be on within a specified amount of time. Like they they gave us a 15 to 45 minute window. I was lucky. Got 15 minutes. That first time they noticed, uh, gave us notice. That was it. But it got cold quick. Yeah. Like 10 minutes, I was like, um, I'm going to have to light my fireplace because it dropped. It was like, what is that movie, The Day After Tomorrow? <laughs> like, I could just see the frost coming through <laughs> my apartment. And I'm like, it's cold. And these people have been out for days. Like, it's not going to heat up until next week. And pipes are bursting. Now people don't have water. We're on a boil water, uh, water notice. Like we have to boil our water to make sure that it's drinkable. That's the same. Like this is just crazy. Like I feel like I was on Survivor. I was like, now I gotta get a pot and boil <laughs> some water for my Brita filter. Well, that's why we need to make a change here in Texas. We need to get the clowns out of office and do something different. We can't have them doing the same thing. Texas, we need to show up like Georgia showed up in January. We need to vote them out and get some new politician in there that is going to be for the people, that is going to be down in the trenches with us uh, when it get bad, and not the ones that are just going to use... media space for press conference and pretend like this going on, that going on, but you're going back to your warm, cozy home. With your generators. <laughs> exactly. It generators or your electricity, either one of them, however you want to cut it up. But it's wrong. It's wrong. Back in the days when when the military go to fight, they put their uh, they lead us on the front line. Our leaders get to the back of the line. They don't want no Listen, our leaders are not in anybody's line. They they sending people out while they're on vacation. (laughs) Oh, my bad. My bad. They're golfing. Watching it on TV. Like, oh, that looks bad. I should probably do something about that. One more martini, (laughs) ma'am. Like, at a resort. (laughs) Like, it makes no sense. Oh, me. That ice was good. I was trying not to crunch. <laughs> trying not to crunch too loud. But um, yeah, so Greg Abbott, you on notice. All of our Texas leaders are on notice. And not only that, go to your, find out what election is coming up. All these Senates that refuse to vote for, uh, to impeach Trump, y'all need to vote them out. 
if your leaders in your state and your city is not for you, you need to vote them out. That's kind of like I seen a, a video the other day during a rolling blackout. The city of Dallas, I believe that was the picture you showed, where all these um, uh, buildings was lit up. Mm-hmm. The skyline of Dallas was lit up. Uh, the Mayor Johnson, that's your responsibility. You should have had them cut the lights off. Like native really? Texans, no downtown. Like have a few little lights, but you don't have to have the whole building lit up if no one's in those spaces. Exactly. And then they were like unoccupied office buildings, like whole buildings that haven't been occupied for months lit up like a Christmas tree. And then you want to just turn off a couple of buildings. Oh, we'll turn off the reunion. Oh, that made a big difference. Thanks. The smallest one of them all. All right. <laughs> like, what was that picture? It was like ridiculous. Yeah. So, Mara Johnson, you won't notice. And you won't notice too. Since like, he dogged the sister out. It was even the Chase building, like, it's not as green anymore, but it's still, you know, like few people in there. Yeah. But it was all lit up before. Someone was like, um, y'all need to uh, do something about that. We we got no power for a day. And then the people still have no power. So no we power. did all of this. And it's just a matter of ERCOT doesn't want to pay the fines or pay extra money and be uh, lose all that money. They want to ding us for it. And, like they I about bill, and I'm like, it's almost $200. I'm in an apartment, a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> they I, about, I can't imagine what next month's going to look like. They talking about raising the, uh, the, uh, uh, electric by 10 to 20 cents per watt. After a rolling blackout. And then we're in a pandemic. So I'm like, no, this should fall under like something. We need to get a break or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on with that stimulus money so we can pay these electric bills. <laughs> That's something else you got to look at too when you go into the polls next year. Here it is. These same folks that is in, in control, we about to make a year to um since the pandemic started and the only thing we got was six hundred dollar stimulus check in a year's time oh i'm sorry well no they there was another one yeah they did do the 400 i forgot about it (laughs) that was if you do the math what's that (laughs) still process a day and what a whole year that's all you got uh, like, children in Africa got more money than that. 50 cents a day. <laughs> like, what that equate to? We got, what, a maybe a dollar? <laughs> it was like 274 a day or something like that. But 274 a day. No kids in Africa, they probably taking up donations. I'm like, hey, 
Yeah, or live to together in a compound, so and they don't have to deal with all this extra stuff. That's like, right. Like, people... hey, can I send you some money? <laughs> they waiting for our commercials. Like so, for real. They're like, can we just have a little bit of electricity? Come on, please, sir. Just ten more minutes, so I can yeah. charge my phone. Yeah, like, so. it's ridiculous. And God forbid if they were sick during this time. Like, and you just cold and sick and miserable. Can't go nowhere, can't get delivery. And then no one's treating the rose. Did they even treat the rose? Like they were out one time and then they just gave up. They were like, mm, negative five. Mm, yeah, we don't work in this weather. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. just white. It was just an ice rink. People were walking on 35. <laughs> that, that, that's actually a business uh, transaction. Oh, yeah. Because of course. Allegedly a business transaction because I know Monday and Tuesday, um, I had to drive my wife to work uh, just to make sure she made it there safely. And as we driving, um, we pass dump trucks on the road that's supposed to have been cleaning the road. And I'm like, they look like they just playing smudge ball or something. Because <laughs> I'm like, this ain't good. It's still, it don't look like they done anything. Just made it flick. Right. And and not only that, the second day I heard on the news that morning, out of all the freeways here in Dallas, only w- at least one lane was cleared. You're telling me in 24 hours you only cleaned one lane? Cleaned and treated? Where <laughs> it's just like an ice rink. Where did all this money go? All right, tax dollars at work. I'm going to tell other people this too. First of all, drive for the road condition. If it's ice out, rain out, that don't mean you go to speed limit. Exactly. I'm I'm looking at people. I'm driving along because you know I drove trucks, so I'm gonna be safe either way it go. Uh, now I'm taking my time, but here it is. People are passing me, going 70, 80 miles per hour on oh, ice. ice. Just because you have a big vehicle does not mean you can stop that vehicle from sliding into the wall, hitting somebody, or anything. I I said... You can't get traction on ice. Exactly. I told my wife, I said, baby, if any one of them end up in the ditch down down the road, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to stop. I'm even going to call the police. But when the police get there... This fool. <laughs> I'ma let him know. This fool right here passed me going about 80 miles per hour. Because what type of mess is that? You put everybody's lives in danger. Every, every time, year. every time it rains, if a, if somebody pour a cup of ice on the road, they do it. It doesn't matter. We understand Texas, we're not ready for ice. Everybody cannot drive on ice. But to see people driving the way that you're driving, 
on these icy roads, slow down. It's nothing worth you losing your life over. Right. Because, you know, forget about, oh, I'm an expert. I know how to drive on this. Well, you may bump into somebody who can't. So why risk it? We have somebody, you know, gets on that one slick patch of black ice. And it messes it all up. I mean, we already saw what was that pile up? In, 136 uh, cars last Thursday, a week ago. Yeah, that's crazy. A week ago, and 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 then we, it was some car. Uh, uh, this guy had low SUV, or. And he's driving down the road, just speeding. And I didn't realize it. When we exit off the vehicle, we sitting at a light. I'm like, wait a minute, that dude passed us about five minutes ago. That's the forest he got. We're at the light together and he drove all of that. It don't make sense. So I'm I'm like, no. But let's... Let's get in this old pimping up. I mean, um, Ted Cruz. Um, now, now, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this about Ted. Hey, go ahead, Risky. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna. Let you know. I need <laughs> so to I'm sure everybody mind. knows by now. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz and his family uh, flew to Cancun, Mexico. Um, during this disaster. Uh, allegedly, he said that he just flew down there because his daughters and uh, wanted him down there with their, you know, his friend, their friends and family. Um, and of course, everybody got him and he, it was only one day. So he went Wednesday, he came back late Thursday. Um, but here's the kicker on a, a radio interview on Monday this week. Monday. Ted Cruz told people, stay home and not risk it. Keep your family safe and just stay home and hug your kids. And where he at? Where he went? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it, even though, like, he doesn't have any uh, control or role for, like, these res- storm responses, he could have reached out to people and be like, listen, we need to get these people some electricity. Like he knows people. Like he's a part of Congress. Like you know people. You got access to all this stuff, but you just, well, I'm gonna get warm for a minute. Let me go to Mexico, have a margarita, and then come back and deal with this. And then uh let's see. Uh, Abbott said on Wednesday afternoon that he spoke with both the lieutenant governor and the state speaker that an investigation of ERCOT uh, is slated to begin next week. And so far, we've lost 16 people during this extreme weather. But I'm sure at this point, there's probably more. This is just what we know about because people, we can't drive on roads. Like, we just got sunlight and some of the stuff started melting, but tomorrow is still going to be above freezing. So all that stuff that's melted turns to ice again. Right, it refreezes. And I won't have access to Chipotle. 
again. <laughs> now, now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this reason why, and and I first of all I'm gonna respond to radio surprise Ted Cruz even where I'm at. He was trying to just uh, hide his face for people couldn't see who. Yeah, he but was. that horrible haircut. He can't hide from that. Cause I had to look. I said, "Is that is that, that a rat tail? What is that?" And then his wife did not wear her mask properly, so he he just didn't want to be recognized. That's what that was. But you know, we heard this same song, "Cruise Call Cancun Mexico Trip," a mistake, as Texas remained without power. Now, didn't he make a rude comment during like California's fires, wildfires, or something? He made something like some natural disaster. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. He have made some comments. I think one came out of it, came back and bit him. I think it was by the um, by California. Um, Power out of it or something. I'm trying to pull it out. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to look for. Oh, uh, failed, yeah, failed energy policies. And it resurfaced two days ago. Uh, yeah. Let's see what it says. Oh, California is now unable to perform even basic functions of civilization like having reliable electricity. <laughs> and then he, uh, let's see, Biden, Harris, o, uh, AOC want to make uh, California's failed energy policies the standard nationwide. Hope you don't like air conditioning. And that's his tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, came back to bite him in the booty. But the same state that it's okay with rolling blackouts. In the summertime, in the wintertime, they don't care. Rolling blackouts, they don't care if you are on oxygen or not. Matter of fact, I read one story where this lady had to watch her partner. Oxygen machine battery dies and trying to find a way to charge it. But he decided to go on a cruise. I mean, on a trip. To Mexico, you can go wherever you want to, right? right. But as a leader, when you know the people that you are trying to lead is is in the middle of a crisis, and we're depending on our our, our public servants and our government to help us out, and you on vacation, and we can't leave the house. I bet the roads on his uh, uh in his neighborhood is clear. I'm gonna let you read that. <laughs> on behalf of myself and everyone in Canada, we apologize for exporting this cluck to your country. Well, we want to send him back. Oh, we he's going back. back. He's going back. We'll but, keep Drake, but we're sending him back. <laughs> but the thing is with Ted Cruz. And I, I've been struggling with this, so I'm going to say allegedly. Allegedly. Or coincident. Either one. Um, and I was telling Risky about this earlier. I said, you know, what's crazy? 
this the same weekend that Jenny Krug was going to Mexico. I believe she was- pre-scheduled vacation. Exactly. I'm not saying he was there for the retreat. But you decide to go at the same time. And his excuse was because the schools were closed. My daughters wanted to go to Mexico. Because the schools was closed. It's just kind of funny. It's the same weekend. And then if you look at the size of the bag, that's a pretty good size of a bag for an overnight oh, one trip. day. Like one day? Okay. Did your kids forget a, like their wardrobe? <laughs> exactly. That's a pretty good size of a bag. Now, I don't know. He probably, he, he did fly back to Texas. He did do that. But don't be surprised. I'm sure there'll be some pictures that come out if uh, he did connect with her. I don't think so. I think it's just like then, that's where you go. Know. But I'm leaving it open because <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm like this. I don't think he had the opportunity to <laughs> to really connect with her because it was overnight. Now I believe she was going like a hour and a half from Cancun. I don't know. Or she may, I heard a couple of stories. Listen, you can take excursions for a few hours in Cancun and then they send you right back. Like, that's not impossible. <laughs> An hour that's from Dallas to Denton. <laughs> like, it's not far to drive. 40 minutes. <laughs> so it's... Um, Especially in Mexico, it won't take you any time driving those speeds. <laughs> I feel like, and, and allegedly... Because in one of the videos, they showed that a terrorist attack. Uh, they were looking at his desk. And someone did say, I don't think he would like us to do that. While they were looking at some paperwork. And uh, so that's what, what they said. Then all of a sudden, this woman that was there, she get arrested out of Midland, Texas. And then she go to court and the judge, and I never understood this. Why would a judge allow a terrorist to go on a vacation? She wasn't concerned about the vacation when she stormed the Capitol. Exactly. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't be concerned about his prepaid. Exactly. I, she like, I want the judge because I would have said, I guess you won't be going there. Hope you got your insurance. And Ted Cruz just so happened to go to Cancun that same week. I wouldn't be surprised he don't catch a private plane down in there. He know people won't be looking for that. I'm just saying. Looks like radio had a question about the Senate. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no. He said... Um, the Senate had another week off off and does the Senate actually work? Apparently, I was looking it up and it's like half the, just half a year. It looks like on average it's 146 days, legislative days 
uh, since 2001 because, you know, they they create the laws that work for them. So do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> so, so, so it varies, but sometimes they could have like, I guess, a meeting, a work day that's 24 hours. But for the most part, it's half of the year. So they take a lot of breaks and just shuffle papers around and deny things <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> for yeah. a, and, like, I tax yeah. dollars have work. Yeah. That's 174 hour, uh, days a, a year. Must be nice. Make it six figures and, and do that. Where they do that at? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Probably do. Yeah. Matter of fact, I that's think, why they come out um, millionaires. I think um, I looked it up yesterday. Um, I can't remember. Somebody have like 38 million for re-election sitting in a re-election campaign account. It's either Greg Abbott or it could have been um uh Dan Patrick, one of them, but they have 38 million sitting there for the re-election campaign. Or it might have been Ted Cruz. one of them did. Um But either way, um, somebody had over, I want to say it was 38 million. And it was, uh, pretty, uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, they had a lot of money in there. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But that ain't what I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of which one, but but either way, that's, that's the things they're doing. They're taking this money. Um, sorry about that. I guess my phone been tripping lately. I can cut it down at a ring. I can uh, cut it down again at a beat. So, I'm gonna uh, uh, go off the reservation for a minute. Okay. Not too far. It's about the weather, but the internet is always undefeated. Love oh, the internet, people. Wow. <laughs> Let me see if you can. Oh yeah. Take that. it down a little bit for you can see the top of it. Okay. Let me see if I pull it back. Yeah. So we're the Titanic and uh, Ted Cruz is fleeing with a child. Hey. <laughs> I'm all this kid knows. <laughs> I'm uh, all he has. Radio said they probably spend most of their, spend majority of their time raising money. And I'm sure they do. I mean, that's what they do. You know, schmoozing, rubbing elbows. Padding pockets, getting pockets padded, you know, so never any cycle of just, you know, questionable activity. Okay. But again, they create the laws for us that they, you know, it doesn't apply to them. Like they give each other raises. And how many times have we been inflated? And then we get excuses why the minimum wage can't be raised. Oh, but then we have to inflate the economy and, and products and da da da. Uh, listen, 
y'all have inflated like five times and the salary's been the same. <laughs> like, let's boost it up just one notch. Like, you still gonna make money. <laughs> People need food. People need medication. Exactly. Like, excuses. Like, they just making money off of the less fortunate. They just buy, you know, any at all costs. So, what else? That's that's America. Yeah, it's uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we definitely need to uh, um change our leaders here in Texas and um, get them out of uh, out of these positions. Next year, we need to get out and vote like we never voted before. We need the polls. Um, need them pack, super pack, because of what what's going on today. When they make these laws, it could be years before they ever get changed. And we see how Greg Abbott is. He changed his executive order during the start of the pandemic to benefit one little pretty big. Well, I'm not, <laughs> not going to say pretty, but one little. Well, you know, they ain't never ugly, so. I don't know which eyes. That's what they, they say. But, uh, but little Becky, she decided to run for office after she got that exposure. And I'm glad she lost. I'm glad she lost. Then you have uh, Dan the Gangster Paxton um, trying to get our election overturned, which is crazy. Then you have uh, Ken, uh, Dan Patrick, uh, he ended up talking about putting a million dollars out of his campaign fund. If any voter fraud was found. Now, the thing is, I think it was uh, someone told me, I think it was Pennsylvania somewhere. They actually found a couple of voter fraud where this guy voted for his grandmother, who for his mother, who'd been dead for several years and tried to vote for his mother-in-law. Until he requests for it, and they said, no, no, no. So here it is. And they was voting, he was voting for Trump to keep him in office. But you should need to be charged for being a fool like that to even try to do it. And all the people that have have came up and they saying they voted twice, but they need to vote them out. We have one vote every election, one vote. And now we need to vote them out. Uh, there's a lot of Republicans in Texas. There's a lot of them. Um, all those positions I read, the governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, com controller, majority of the board of education are Republicans. Uh, Texas Commission on Agriculture, Texas Public Land Commission, Texas Railroad Commission. They are all Republicans. Texas is a Republican state, but we're going to change that next year. 
Next year, we're going to make sure we change it. I didn't see what you were doing. Yeah, I was just crossing my fingers. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need everybody to show up to vote them out. And uh and and definitely uh let our voice be heard for we can say enough is enough. We're tired of it. We're not taking no more. We're tired. We're out of a sister. We're not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just can't. But at least I mean, I like I said, I've been lucky. My power only went out once for like fifteen minutes. Um, and I guess I'm on one of those uh, special grids with the medical facilities, so I've been lucky. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm sure they're gonna uh, make up for it, uh, billing and in other ways later. <laughs> <laughs> And another thing, when we're having a crisis, yeah, it's going to be kind of rough and all of that. But we knew this weather was coming in beforehand. We knew. We had all the warnings. Yeah, we knew it, it was going to be here at least a week. Then people start to overstock their homes. Of course. I've seen, um, I think it was uh, Tom Thumb and somewhere up north, and they going through showing the houses. Majority of them are empty. I seen a, did you see me that about Domino's? Mm -hmm. San Antonio, I think it was. Completely out of ingredients. In four hours. They had a week worth of food, and they were out in four hours of everything. Yeah, so, and be respectful for these people that are there working to make sure we get and serve. Don't go in there cussing them out. It ain't exactly. working. They it's just as stressed as we are. <laughs> exactly. They <laughs> take the risk to be there. Exactly. Because you are one person. How many people are they coming in contact with every day? And please wear your mask. Yeah, during this time, they're not talking much about the pandemic. But we're still in one. We're still in the midst of a pandemic. So wear your mask. Get it, get tested. Matter of fact, it's time for us to get tested again. I'm never getting tested again. I'm not leaving my apartment. (laughs) Except to... Well, no, Chipotle usually comes to me, but I don't think uh, even when it warms up, I may have to just trek and get it myself. Oh, me. uh, yeah, uh, Radio said if Cruz conduct himself like he does as the Senate, a real job, he would have been fired a long time ago. That's why most of them get in position. They get in that position and they they shake up some things to get in, make people think they for the people. Then they get in, they just cruise. They like, hey, we're cool. We're okay. Ain't nothing wrong. But we need to make a difference next year. And I'm going to be talking about these particular 
uh, positions coming up for um, re-election next year. We need to make sure we make the right decision. We see how they are handling this uh, pandemic with this ice storm. We need to make sure we send them a message. They need to go. We're tired of it. Republicans have had Texas every year for the last, at least the last 20 years. If I'm not mistaken, if I recall correctly, I don't know if, if it's true, but the last Democrat uh, governor we had was Governor Ann Richardson. And she, she was tough. She got stuff done. But we haven't had no other leaders like that in Texas. But hey, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get off my rampage. But uh Miss Risket, tell the people where they can find you at. Um you can find me at RSKEE on social media, Twitter, Instagram is where I pretty much hang out. Uh, Facebook, I don't really do too much on my that page. Uh, riskybooks.com, you can see my works. Uh, my books are also on Barnes and Noble and uh, Amazon. Uh, so check them out. Well, uh, that's, great. that's great. You can um, follow me on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, D Live. I'm not on them a whole bunch. But if you send me a message, I will respond, uh, especially during times like this. Um, it's a trying time. It's a trying time. I cannot wait until next Wednesday. Miss Kincaid will be in the house. She will be here. Uh, if you never attended the show with Miss Kincaid on the show, she's a a uh, professional counselor that will be on the show. We will be dealing with, um, man, I'm trying to think. <laughs> One thing I want to deal with is uh, Generation Curse. So uh, that may be one of the things we deal with. Nor Miss Kincaid, she's going she gonna to try to get it in. So we probably talk about that in mental health. Because right now, and I'm going to tell people, you see me on the stream. May seem like everything is okay uh, with what's going on with my family. I'm, I struggle. I struggle. But I have a great support system. Uh, my crew who have called, that was one of them that just called a while ago to check up on me. Um, other family members that reach out to me, but my counselors um, that send me a text, I tell everybody Tuesday from 12 to 1, I'm taking counseling. And my counselor, um, she had always told me that yeah, if you need to talk, I'm here for you. And 
when my wife texted her yesterday to let her know what happened, she texted back and said, I can schedule time for him tomorrow. Well, I responded back after Miss Risky texted me this morning. And by that time, now you know what time it was she texted me. By that time, I had like three or four people to text me after that. And I'm like, okay. I responded back to a text. I said, my proud is telling me you can carry this weight on your shoulder by yourself. But my mind and my heart is saying, it's okay to receive help and it's okay to be able to ask for help. I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, you're not in this fight by yourself. Get some help. I'm open about the fact that I do take counseling to help someone. I told my counselor today, I said, look, I thank you because since I've been coming to you, I don't know how I will be able to deal with this. I don't know where I will be mentally, but I know one thing, God is in complete control of everything that is going on. And because of that, that's why I'm able to come on the show Put a smile on my face, laugh and joke, and continue to bring the information that we bring. Yeah, probably after the show, after I settle down, I'm probably going to go back to that young child, cry myself to sleep, thinking about my mama. But I know her because she would tell us, I'm okay. God is in control. You have to do, you have to keep living. If it's someone that is out here struggling with things, because right now with this pandemic the people without lights without water some without food I think you talked about someone committed suicide when we was talking earlier in the middle of a pandemic during the ice storm so here it is. If somebody that is struggling right now, help is available. Help is available. It's okay to ask for help. 
it's okay. Um, I have no problem with asking for help. I, I appreciate my counselors. I really do. Because they, they have a calling for their counseling. They have a calling for what they do. And if you are working, you can get counseling for free. Go to your HR, ask them about employee assistance program. Get it for free. I'm I'm just saying, hey, I'm a living testimony of what counseling have done for me. Get some help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And be honest with them. That's the only way counseling works. When I sent my counselor that message this morning, said, look, my pride is telling me you can handle this by yourself. But my mind and my heart telling me it's okay to accept help. It's okay to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with it. When we got on the call today, she allowed me to vent. And she gave me some good advice. So definitely, if you're struggling, please get some help. Please. You have been listening to Speak on it with Who You With, Kirk, though. Uh, you can catch us Sunday through Thursday. On Thursday night, Miss Frisky is in the house. I'm making plans to be back on Sunday. These next couple of weeks, it's going to be kind of depends on my feelings. Because I'm going to have some good days. I'm going to have some bad days. But I'm not going to complain. Not going to complain at all. I love each and every one of y'all. Until Sunday, if the Lord say the same, I will see you then. And to my family, we're going to get through this. We are. I know we're hurting. I know it. When we get on those prayer calls, I feel it. I know we are. But God. But God. Until Sunday. Love each and every one of you. 